You are listening to the Become a Guitarist Today podcast with Adam Roach. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 189 with my guest today, Bill Levity from the band Firehouse. Now today is actually a very special episode because it's my fifth anniversary of doing the podcast. And what better way to, to spend it is with my very first guest, which was Bill Levity. He opened up in episode number one, and from there, the podcast just grew and grew, thanks to Bill. And also in episode number 41, I did another podcast where I broke down some of Bill's solo albums and discussed uh, some of his techniques and some of the songs on the albums he has as well. And then in July 2020, I did another episode with Bill for episode number 110, where we discussed his album Divided We Fall, which is a great episode where he talks about the meaning of some of the songs and what he was up to at that time, which was near the start of the pandemic. So it's a very interesting podcast. So I will put the links in the show notes so you can click on all those three different episodes if you'd like to have a listen to those as well. So in today's podcast, we talk about what Bill's up to now with his solo albums and with Firehouse, which thankfully they're back out touring again, which is fantastic. So I recommend anyone out there, go check out one of their shows. They've got some shows coming up with Warrant and Leader Forward, which is going to be really cool. Uh, Bill also shares some stories about Van Halen, which is both Bill and myself a huge influence to our playing, and we discuss a bit about that as well. Now, thank you to my sponsors, Custom Guitar Picks, Musician, and Arnold Krakowka. Now, for my fifth anniversary, I do have some giveaways. So, if you would like to get a copy of my album, a physical copy, all you need to do is send an email to me, so you can go to my website, becomeaguitaristtoday.com and you'll see there, you can send me an email and I'll be choosing the first five people to send me an email to say happy fifth anniversary. I'll be sending you a little package with some gifts as my appreciation for you guys for listening into the podcast and to help celebrate this fifth anniversary. So let's go all the way over to the States now with my interview with Bill Levity. Hey, boy. Hey, how are you? How you doing? Good, I'm doing so. well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very good. No, thanks again for doing this. Man, my pleasure. What now? What uh, anniversary is this for you? For this uh... number five. Okay, five year. Yeah, that's a big yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, cool, man. So basically, I had you on yeah, episode number one, July 2017. So that's where it all all started from there. Wow, time flies. I know. <laughs> and then episode 41, I broke down your albums where I spoke about your playing did some of the tracks and then I had you back on July 2020 when we did uh, Divided We Fall. We spoke about that and the whole pandemic, <laughs> which was happening at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, man, I appreciate you having me back. It's always good to to see you and to, you know, yeah. wish we could get down there, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a challenge. So first thing I want to ask you is our first experience, <laughs> which was this here. Can you see that? Oh, yeah, it was Indonesia, right? That's right. Yep, 1995. About wow. Eight, it was. So there's you and me right there. <laughs> yeah, we look the same. I know. <laughs> there's a little bit less hair for me. <laughs> a little so, less for me too. 
So what do you remember about those days? The uh, I mean, I know that was a huge gig. That was full house. Was that at the Hard Rock in Jakarta? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was great. My wife was with me. Um, she's still with me today. I don't know how I uh, convinced her to stay. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but um, yeah, oh, it was it was a wonderful trip and a wonderful time. And we, you know, I think we had just released good acoustics, yep. so we were out yep. there playing uh, acoustically all of our songs. So as a guitar player, and I'm mainly an electric guitar player. For those of you out there who who play electric guitar, when you are asked to do an acoustic gig, you go, oh, great. Uh, what am I going to do when it comes time to play the, the lead? <laughs> because it's pink, pink, pink. <laughs> but still, we, we um, the audiences were, you know, giving you a lot of energy and, and um, we had a blast. Everybody um, treated us really well, the promoters and the fans. And, um, and I remember, you know, the food was great and, and just the, the whole vibe. I mean, there was a lot of travel that we did on the, in the Indonesian tour, um, that tour. I mean, we, we did probably 20 cities in that one tour. And then we came back probably five months later and did, did them all again. And a lot of them are very remote. And, um, you know, I never thought when I was a kid, uh, you know, I'm going to get to go to Indonesia and, and see that part of the world. It's, it's just fascinating and, and beautiful. And, and we, we absolutely loved it. Uh, cool meeting you that day. Uh, yeah, you know, we don't yeah. we don't really hide from our fans, but uh, it was cool meeting you, and and it's good that we've uh, kept kept up this long, man. Yeah, because yeah, we were actually in the house band at the time. So, we, oh, that's what it was. Yeah, we played after you guys. Like you did your big gig, and then everyone left, and we went on. <laughs> now, now we we had a couple of times where we jammed with the house band. We get to jam with you that night. Michael jumped up and did hold the line with us. Oh, really? Okay. I wish I, I wish I had uh, been there for that. I'm not sure where. Oh, probably went back to the hotel with the lovely wife. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. But I just remember that night. It was like it was, it was packed and um, this was really, really hot. Which uh, yeah, I've got a photo here. I need to show you. This is you getting off stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looks like I just jumped into a swimming pool or yeah. jumped out of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how hot it was. It was just. And I remember CJ just telling everyone, step back, step back. So everyone's just crushing the front. Yeah, because people don't realize that we're, from our perspective, we're seeing the people in the front row get crushed. Yeah. And it breaks our heart to see the people who got there early, who stood there for that long to get get squished like that. So um, I'm really glad that he does say, hold on, everybody take two steps back. You know, and the oxygen gets real thin up there in the front row. Oh, sure. And, um, you know, we've, we've seen a lot of, a lot of our, hardcore fans up front and they they pass out or whatever and it we don't want to see that we always want people to walk away going i had a great time and and every you know everybody walks away feeling well so yeah that was a tight room yeah i do have the whole gig somewhere on video old discs or something so i have to try and find it and send it to you that'd be cool some of the great memories i have are are jamming with other bands i wish i could have jammed with yours yeah i know it would have been great you know, it, it was an interesting time for us here in the States because the record company had zero dollars, not even one penny in promoting our good acoustics album. Uh, we asked the, the our marketing um, manager and she said, I tried and I couldn't get any money out of the label for, to promote your band in the States. 
So our only chance of, of working the album was elsewhere. So we found, you know, which markets were interested. And uh, because of our album before, Firehouse 3 had done well in Southeast Asia, um, we decided we're going to go over there and play every country we could get over there and, and really try to give this album its fair shake, you know. We'd gone over um, and toured lightly promotional-wise on Firehouse 3, but I think going out there and doing good acoustics was really where we we went everywhere yeah. over in Southeast Asia that we could and um, just had a blast. It, it was great. So what's been happening over the last two years since I spoke to you last? Well, we've been we've been still playing. You know, in the time off, I, I like I said, I released Divided We Fall. And um, there was some follow-up work when you release an album to stuff envelopes and mail them out and to do interviews and stuff like that. And But um, I've been getting back into playing more and, and practicing more and kind of trying to find myself as a guitar player and find whatever I, I have in myself as a unique player. Um, and, and it's hard to, to find that stuff because I'm influenced by so many people that I, I love so much and, and I don't want to, you know, come out and do something, the next thing that sounds like those people. So I just have to practice and practice and practice. And then hopefully more unique things will come out that inspire me to say, okay, I want to, I want to work on that as a song. And I got a couple of things like that, you know, on the, on the back burner. And um, when I'm all ready to go, I'll, I'll either put out an instrumental if I can't think of a really good lyric to go with it, or, or maybe a song where, um, there's vocals in it. So I'm, I'm still working in it, you know, still, still doing it all the time. I pra practice probably when I'm off, uh, about three hours a night from, from nine till about midnight. Um, we finish dinner, hang out. We watch, we watch a little something on TV and then I come to my studio and I work for about three hours and it's usually just playing and, and noodling and relaxing and just doing whatever I want. I'm not really, I don't have a structure. So I kind of like it that way. And it's, it's helping me to kind of find myself, I think, as a, as an artist. And that's what I, that's my goal. You know? Yeah. That's great. So when you practice, is there anything that you, you try to do that you think like you really challenge yourself as far as like, um, you know, technique wise? You know, I, I don't, <laughs> I should, <laughs> but I, I, I come in and I pick up my guitar and I play whatever comes to my head. And um, I'll sometimes go back and listen to the ideas that I laid down on in the, in pro tools, you know, the, the night before, but usually I just start playing. And then if there's something that I'm playing that I go, Oh, you know, that, that sounds pretty interesting. Maybe I can turn that into something later. I'll record it real quickly. Then I'll stop and then I'll keep playing. And maybe I will develop that idea a little bit more and try to refine it a little bit, or maybe something else comes to mind. Yeah. And so that's really all I've been doing. And, uh, you know, a couple of different kind of feels. One day I'll feel like, you know, kind of groove. And some days I'll feel like kind of groove. And so it just depends on whatever I feel. And, and it's great because I don't have a record label breathing down my neck saying, we need this album tomorrow. You know, I can just do it whenever I want. And um, the, the real wonderful thing is that we've had firehouse gigs through this whole episode of of this lockdown and everything where we were still now we didn't have as many 
but we still had gigs that I could look forward to. So in practicing, I'd, I'd practice what I'm going to do in my guitar solo. If, if we were headlining a show, I usually get to play a guitar solo and I try to change it, change it up every night or if, if not every night, every um, next set of gigs that we go out to do. So there's something different and it keeps me nervous. And I feel like when I've got butterflies in my stomach, I'm going to be more on my toes and more thinking about what I'm going to do instead of just sitting back, relaxing, and just doing the same old, same old thing. So even though some of the ideas that I have in my solo, I've been doing for a while, I, I, um, I try to keep changing them and tweaking them a little bit to try to get them better for me. Yeah. So do you think that would be the, the most like nerve wracking part because it's just you on solo guitar? No one else. It, it, it's really hard. And, and um, it's hard for me. I mean, you know, there's a lot of guys that get up there and play great unaccompanied, but I, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a side man in our band. And um, that's kind of what I've trained at doing uh, all my career. So when you do step out alone, it's, it's gotta be something that's entertaining um, and that people can follow. And that's got some rhythm and it's, it's got some melody to it. And, and it's got, you got to go from part to part to part to part to part. Yeah. And uh, yeah. if you just start vomiting out a bunch of fast licks, it kind of gets, it's exciting for a minute and then it gets real boring really quickly. So um, I'm just trying to, just trying to work on that and trying to get, get better, you know, and then it's fun. You know, it's, it's a never ending um, arduous task to do, but it's also a passion. You know, it's something that makes me, I get excited to come to my studio and work every night and three hours goes by pretty quickly. There's a lot of times where I look at my, my clock and it says it's after midnight. And, you know, I try to stay on a schedule where I don't go longer than that so that I can get up at the same time. And um, so I always think three hours is pretty good, but there's a lot of times where I go, man, I'm, I'm just, I'm on a roll. I want to keep going. And I don't get out of here till one or two. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. I mean, last year during the whole pandemic, yeah, I recorded an album as well with a, another guitarist from Brazil. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's called The Mission. We've got 11 tracks on there. And we had, like, different guest artists on there. Like, we had Jennifer Batten played on a track. Oh, she's a monster. Oh, yeah. I just <laughs> totally love the way she plays. Yeah. So oh, amazing. And uh, Brett Garcett. Do you know Brett Garcett? Oh, he's another monster. He's, he's <laughs> killer. Yeah, so we had yeah. those two guys, plus yeah, a lot of different artists. And yeah, but like you're saying, once you're on a roll, you can't stop. It's like, a- I know. And you just forget that you're tired, you know, yeah. and you're just having so much fun. And it's like, this is what, what I just love to do. Yep. So it's, it's, it's a great, it's a great hobby. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but um, talking about the solos, though, uh, going back, like, we haven't spoken about this yet because this happened after we spoke last. We, um, Eddie Van Halen passed away. Um, oh, in October. Mm. So, do you remember that the day? I, I remember the day that I found out, and um, you know, I, I I was so bummed out. Having said that, we kind of saw it coming because he he was battling cancer for a long time, but he was the most uh, stoic, heroic cancer fighter that um, I've ever seen, and um, you know, just just left such a huge mark. I mean, he was my biggest influence by far. I still go back and listen to those, those albums and just go, wow, I can't believe how he came up with this stuff. And and he broke so much new ground. Um, 
And we're actually, I'm doing a, um, I'm one of the many people around here who was asked to uh, come do a, a Van Halen tribute. And so I'm going to do a couple of songs. Uh, we're doing Bottoms Up and uh, what the other song we're doing, um, it'll come to me, but um, uh, I can't remember, but, but um, just can't wait to do it. I mean, he was just the, the coolest, you know, and the, and the greatest, I mean, and there'll never be anybody like Eddie Van Halen ever again. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, the day I found out, I, I just cried. I almost, um, you know, well, yeah. I mean, I, I I was so bummed out, and um, you know, I got to, I never got to have a conversation with him, but I got to shake his hand um, at the American Music Awards. We were being led by our publicist to walk, and don't you you fight, we stay close together, and I was like, okay, and. So we're all walking down this hallway and there's Eddie and Alex talking to some music executive. And I was like, I'm, 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 I'm going over there. And I got chewed out for going over there, but I got to go up to him and shake his hand. I said, thank you so much for the inspiration. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Thank you also, Alex. And they just both looked at me and smiled and nodded their head. And then I had to run away because I had my publicist, you get back over here. I told you not to go here. Yeah. Uh, but it was totally worth it. Yeah. Um, but I just, I wish I could have gotten to talk to him, you know, because he, he had such a, a wealth of knowledge musically, but also personally, I just feel like he was just such a down to earth, cool guy. Yeah. And um, I wish I could have gotten to know him, but uh, you know, it's. So that, that gig you were doing, is that um, like a, a, a big one where people, different artists are coming together to play Ben Halen songs? local it's a local thing so hopefully the big thing it's an outdoor thing that it was scheduled um i don't know a month and a half ago and it got rained out so the rescheduling date i think is in august so we're we're hoping for good weather yeah that'd be really cool yeah i just want to want to go down there and um and pay my respects to the king you know yeah Yeah, that's right i mean it's been you know a lot of things happening they had one in australia as well band called fair warning which is amazing a local guitarist called simon hosford just it's got it nailed note for note. Yeah, yeah I don't. Um, <laughs> I, I try to get the sentiment out there, but but I, you know it's funny because I learned a lot of those songs when um, those albums came out. But I realized when I listened back to them that I learned them all wrong. <laughs> I learned them my way, yeah, which yeah. was the wrong yeah. way. <laughs> so going back, I'm going, wow, I can't believe how he's bending the string up yeah. like four frets. You know, or you know, uh, uh, that that much. Um, you know, a fourth or whatever that is, maybe, you know, major third or whatever. Whereas before I, you know, I usually bend up, you know, a whole step is about all. And he's bending a major third or a perfect fourth, which would be five frets on some of this stuff. And I'm like, wow, who would have ever thought to do that? And it sounds just so insane, you know, the way he did, but that, that was him. He just broke all the boundaries of what you think that you should do. He said, no, no, I'm going to, I'm going to go way beyond that. And he did. And and I'm just so grateful that I I got to live in a time on this planet when Eddie Van Halen was my guitar teacher virtually, you know, it's just him, you know, him and a lot of other great ones, but he he was a big one. So did Firehouse ever play with Van Halen or any festival? No, never did. Always dreamt of it, but never happened. Well, I think the way a lot of those tours happen is that if you know somebody you can get on the tour because everybody wants the Van Halen tour. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, everybody wants to go out with the stones, you know, they got huge audiences and maybe, you know, you're going to sell a few records or whatever. So most of the tours that we got back in the early days, it was because our booking agent got us on there. Our record company got us on there or our manager got us on there. You know, back then, um, I guess, you know, we were, weren't really big enough to get on the Van Halen tour in those years. And then it just, the timing never worked out and we didn't know our people didn't know the right people to get on there. So, yeah, I wish. Yeah. So that whole acoustic gig that you guys did, did that continue on over to the States as well? Yeah. Yeah. We did. um, We did that South America. We did a couple in Europe. We did um, all over the USA. Um, But the thing about the USA is that we were, we didn't have any, financial support from the record company so we didn't have any uh promotional support either from the record company for that album Mm. so we had to kind of go out and do it ourselves and that was also at a time over here where everything changed from bands that were hard rock bands melodic hard rock bands to more alternative and the grunge era so um you know the gigs were were hard to get uh, over here and uh they didn't they barely paid for the bus you know so we we um a lot of gigs we go in the hole by playing them you know but that was a tuesday night and then we could stop by somewhere else on a wednesday and that would get us to to the weekend where we could make uh, a decent amount of money to pay for all our expenses so we were we were kind of going in the hole at that time but we felt that the the album was good enough to um to get out there and play and just show the, show the audience and show some new fans the acoustic side of us, which mm. we, we love. Yeah, yeah. So do you find you, you improved as a, an acoustic player by doing all that? I, I guess. I, I still think it's so hard to play acoustic <laughs> guitar, you know, because it's so unforgiving. <laughs> and um, there's so it's so it's a different animal, you know, where I'm, uh, you know, practicing sweet picking and, and all this other stuff with, with a bunch of gain, you get on an acoustic guitar and it, it just doesn't come out. You can't hear it. So you got to pick every note pretty hard. Yeah. And, um, and that's with your lead plan. And, and, but I think by, by playing as much as I did acoustically, um, I, I, I probably had to have gotten a little bit better. I think recording acoustic, you know, that good acoustics record recording that, I think I, I learned a lot about, acoustic guitar playing and how important rhythm it really is and um, how important tuning really is, you know, on the good acoustics record, it's four tracks of rhythm of acoustic rhythm guitars. It's a a 12 string over on this side, another 12 string. I doubled on this side, then a six string over on this side, and then another six string over here. And those are the rhythm tracks. That's the acoustic sound. And so they've all got to be really tight together. Otherwise it just sounds like a bunch of mishmash. And if you don't have that first track really locked in time, then you're never going to get it to sound good. So I learned that, you know, I had to practice. And I think that's one of the main things I had to learn. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So what's uh, what's happening now with Firehouse? I know you got the gigs, but any new recordings yeah. with Firehouse? Oh, yeah, not at the moment, but I'm, I leave tomorrow. I'm actually, you know, I got I to gotta change strings next. 
and then um, pack up and I leave tomorrow morning. We're playing in Wisconsin. And the next day we're playing in um, Minnesota. Then we have a day off and then we play in Indiana. And then we come home for like two days and then we go out again for a few shows. So it's, it's picking up to being, being busy again. They're all fly dates where we, you know, wake up really early to catch a really early flight and fly and play. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of time sitting in an airport or sitting on a plane or sitting in a van to get to the hotel to take a shower, get something to eat and then go to the gig. So yeah. it's, uh, it's a tight schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Did I say some of those shows with Warrant or has that already been? Yeah. Yeah. We do a bunch with Warrant. Uh, we're playing with Lita Ford also um, this weekend, and we're playing a few with Winger and um, Jack Russell's Great White. We did one last weekend with him, and um, yeah, last you know last show we did was with Warrant. Actually, that was night three nights ago. So I've been home. For, yeah, had two nights off, and, and I'll leave tomorrow. So oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, because those some of the interviews you got me back in the day, like yeah, uh, Joey Allen and Mark Kendall. You know, all come from you, and that, that was great. Oh, cool. Great guys. Yeah, I, I love them all. And um, I'm looking forward to having a dinner with Joey tomorrow night. So, yeah. oh, cool. Well, tell, tell him I said good day. <laughs> I will. Yeah. I will. Sure. I have to get him back on as well. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's a great guy. Yeah. No, it's been going, like I said, just having you on the, the first podcast, you know, really opened up, up my doors to all these other ones. Yeah. Because a lot of people said, oh, you know, he's had Bill on. So it must be okay. So, <laughs> and it just happened from uh, there. Yeah. So last year I had, like Satriani on that, Zach Wild, wow. uh, Scott Ian, all, all been on the podcast. It's been really good. Oh man, that's awesome! So, like I said, thank you for getting it started. Oh man, my I didn't I didn't do anything other than come and hang with you, man. I mean, I'm really you did it yourself. I'm I'm really not I'm not that big a deal. But you got Joe Satriani. That's cool. I bet that was a cool interview. I I love that surfing with the Alien album. Yeah, gosh, you're such a nice guy too. Like just really down to earth. And, um, it was fantastic, really good. And same with Zach as well. Zach Wilde was really good. It was funny. I've I've met him briefly, but not enough. But um, yeah, you know, and I never met Joe, but um, like you know, Zach was really cool when I met him. Yeah. Really cool. We were on the same label when he was with you know. I mean, Ozzy were you know, Epic Records. So oh, yeah, yeah. we ran into each other. Um, I, I think some Ozzy show. We we were backstage and we were talking. He's like, come over tomorrow. We'll get some beers. You know man, I'm recording an album, but uh, I'd love to. But yeah. Just a great guy and a phenomenal player. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's all pretty much had for today. Just to really say thank you and um, thanks again for being on the, the fifth anniversary. Thank you. Happy anniversary. I'm, I'm glad to be a part of your uh, your show, man. Thanks for having me. No, no problem. Yeah, once you get the, any more solo albums or the Firehouse Records, yeah, please let me know. Love to have you back on. I sure will. Okay, brother. All right. Thanks, Bill. Have a good one. Yep, I'll see you real soon. Next time. See you. Bye. Bye.